Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Turning from Antichrist to Yahweh. Attention to detail and context makes all the difference in rightly dividing the word of truth. Some have tried to make the argument that the war of Gog and Magog may actually take place prior to the rapture of the church. But this view does great violence to the truth of Ezekiel 39.22. God's destruction of Gog and Magog marks a major turning point in Israel's relationship with God. From this point on, the nation of Israel will recognize Yahweh as their God. But this cannot happen until after the nation of Israel first signs a firm seven-year covenant with Antichrist. Note the emphasis in Ezekiel 39.22. It says there, So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward. This verse strongly argues that this war happens within the context of the day of the Lord instead of prior to it. Israel cannot recognize Yahweh as their God from this day forward before the time of Antichrist. When Israel enters into a covenant relationship with Antichrist, it will be the height of their unfaithfulness. It is the climax of their apostasy. This is the ultimate fulfillment of the covenant of death spoken of in Isaiah 28.15. To put this war of Gog and Magog before the time of Antichrist it is to say that Israel as a people can know Yahweh as their covenant God from that day forward and yet apostatize afterward in the greatest way possible by entering into a covenant of death with Antichrist. That is totally inconsistent. Either they faithfully recognize Yahweh and depend on him as their God or they recognize Antichrist and depend upon him. These two premises are mutually exclusive. Once the event of Gog and Magog takes place, Israel will be solely dependent upon Yahweh and not upon Antichrist. The war of Gog and Magog marks the beginning of the end of Israel's relationship with Antichrist. They as a people transition from dependence upon Antichrist to dependence upon Yahweh. So not only does Antichrist turn on Israel and break his covenant with them, but Israel will also turn from Antichrist to Yahweh. The event of Gog and Magog marks this turning point. Dr. John C. Whitcomb wrote, Israel's conversion as a nation is connected with Gog's supernatural destruction, Ezekiel 39.7 and 22-29, and this cannot occur before the Antichrist appears. Amen! Israel has long lost sight of their covenant relationship with God. Today they don't value it at all. In fact, most Jews are totally secular in their orientation. This leaves them wide open to the covenant with Antichrist, which is the height of apostasy. They've rejected the true Christ, but when Antichrist comes in his own name, him they will receive. Jesus said in John 5.43, I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you will receive. In my view, soon after they enter into a covenant with Antichrist and the war of Gog and Magog comes. And this brings Israel to repentance. They will then recognize Yahweh as their covenant God. And they will do so from that day forward. A great many Jews will be saved in the early part of the tribulation period. So that by the mid part of the tribulation, they will discerningly respond to Christ's exhortation to flee as seen in Matthew 24, 15 and 16. 
There Jesus said, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. In reference here is the prophecy in Daniel that will be fulfilled when Antichrist goes into the temple and declares himself to be God. That is the abomination of desolation. When the Jews see this, this will be their signal to flee. This word from Jesus is a signal to Jews who have become believers in the first half of the tribulation period. When Antichrist goes into the temple, declares himself to be God, these Jews will heed Christ's warning and flee for their lives. They will be part of the remnant that is preserved in a special place prepared by God, Revelation 12. The day of the Lord, in many respects, is a compact period in which many things are quickly developing. Ezekiel 39.22 is the beginning of the national conversion process, not the end of it. The War of Gog and Magog definitely marks a turning point toward Yahweh from which they never turn back. But seemingly it develops into all-out faith in Jesus as Messiah progressively, which will culminate into full fruition in close connection to the second coming, Zechariah 12 and 13. Their conversion experience would seem to be similar to that of the disciples who believed in Jesus during the early part of his earthly ministry, John 2.12, but the full appreciation of him for who he was as Messiah was not fully realized until after the resurrection. There definitely was a process, and this would seem to be the case with the nation of Israel as well. Further evidence that Israel's unfaithfulness with Antichrist comes first and then their commitment to Yahweh as their God follows, as seen in verses 25 and 26. Ezekiel 39, 25 and 26 reads, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Now I will bring back the captives of Jacob, and have mercy on the whole house of Israel, and will be jealous for my holy name. After they have borne their shame and all their unfaithfulness, in which they were unfaithful to me, when they dwelt safely in their own land, and no one made them afraid. In view is not just general unfaithfulness, but a particular unfaithfulness qualified by, quote, when they dwelt safely in their own land, and no one made them afraid. That is the emphasized context of when the war of Gog and Magog takes place. And the only time prophetically where Israel meets these conditions is in conjunction with their covenant with the Antichrist. This will be the climax of their unfaithfulness, and it will be at a time that ushers in a period of seeming safety. They will think this covenant with Antichrist ensures them safety, but in reality, it is a covenant with death. Isaiah 28, 15, and 18. They will momentarily celebrate peace and safety, only to find out shortly that they are being overwhelmed by this great northern coalition led by Gog. And then Yahweh will be jealous for his name. He will come to their rescue, and from that time on, they will recognize him as their God. Only the war with Gog will turn Israel from dependence upon Antichrist to dependence upon Yahweh. The war of Gog and Magog marks a major turning point in Israel, and the turning will be from Antichrist to Yahweh, their covenant God, and ultimately to Jesus Christ, their Messiah. And from that day forward, they will know Yahweh as their God. Thus, Ezekiel 39, 22 is a key verse in the entire passage 
of Ezekiel 38 and 39. It marks the war of Gog and Magog as a major turning point in the redemptive history of Israel. Lord, we thank you for your prophecy. And we thank you for the details you have given us. Uh, Lord, I, certainly in my mind, it's clear that this will take place within the context of the day of the Lord after Israel has uh, entered into the height of apostasy and their covenant with Antichrist. Uh, then comes this great event, which will be a turning point, a major turning point. From that day forward, they will recognize you, Yahweh, as their God. Uh, national Israel will. Lord, again, we thank you for your word. Help us to uh, live ready in light of the times in which we live now. Pray in Christ's name. Amen.